paradise can go fuck itself. Hey, welcome to Popcorn Time, the podcast where I force my friend to watch movies and talk to me about them. I'm Noelle Fontaine. Hey, and I'm Jessica. And this week we watched The Descendants, the 2011 film where George Clooney is in Hawaii. So, yeah. Um, So, Jessica, have you seen this one ever? Never seen it. I don't even think I'd ever heard of it. Oh, okay. How'd you like it? So I like I liked it a lot. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, this one. Um, I feel like I have only seen it the one time back when it came out, and this was like it was nominated for um, Oscars, and that was why I had watched it. This was like the first year that my family really was like, let's try to watch as much of the stuff as we can. Um, But it was so funny because watching it this time, I really, it was a weird sensation where it was like, I remembered everything so well, yet I still was so into it kind of thing. And I was just like, why do I like remember this so vividly? Um, (laughs) So yeah, I enjoyed watching it. Um, Mm -hmm. So did you do a synopsis at all? I did, yeah. Ooh, okay, let's hear it. Okay, cool. So I put, um, after the death of their mother forces them back to their childhood home, four sisters find that money wasn't the only thing that they'll inherit. Oh! Um, so, like, witchcraft, like, weird witchcrafty, like, coven stuff. Oh. Probably, like, you know, fighting off other coven. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Okay, like, you're close. You're close, because there are two sisters. <laughs> There's there are- a death of a mother. Mm-hmm. One of the sisters does come back from somewhere. Yeah. So, okay. I got some minor details right Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to say it's like a D, but... <laughs> Thank you, that's generous. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. It's practically the same movie. Practically. And if anything, I should fail you because the synopsis is very similar to your synopsis of eight <laughs> women, if you recall. <laughs> Except it was, I think... It was like eight, eight sisters, sisters and it was a bed and breakfast. It's bed and breakfast, yeah. <laughs> so very, very similar. You kind same of play, thing, but you this time they're witches. Yourself. <laughs> this time they're witches and there's only four of them, okay? I mean, it's completely different. <laughs> completely different. <laughs> so anyway, it really is a wife is in a coma soon mm-hmm. to be pulled have the plug pulled and the husband finds out that the wife is cheating and he kind of tries to track it like it kind of is a lot of because there's all of that but then there's the whole quote-unquote b storyline with the sale of the land that i actually think yeah. is a big part of the movie as well so it's like i don't really yeah. know how to easily describe this movie without just like talking I about I was- it all equally invested in the sale of the land uh yeah as with the wife yeah because like uh like what don't a big decision huh i say don't sell it yeah don't sell it like what a big decision right but then it's like when they went out and drove and like we're looking at the land and like that beach and everything i'm like what a waste to build a resort there 
Well, but then it's like, I really feel like I can argue and see both sides because then it's like, in a way it's going to waste with people not having access to it and stuff like that. But it's just my heart tells me don't sell it. Like, no. Well, then they can open it to like camping. Like they've gone camping there before and just like be super strict. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just have people camping and fishing and stuff. Whatever. Like, can you make it some kind of... uh, National, national park par- exactly so that way you know it's regulated in its ways and stuff and yeah or or you guys I, like to be honest if i had that land that's where i would be living i would have built my own right, little same. house out there <laughs> like family reunion every summer like kind of thing yeah the fact that no one was living out there was crazy because mm-hmm. i 100 would be <laughs> yeah but then i feel like I guess just kind of getting into that whole thing. I totally forgot to look up like land trusts and stuff. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. just kind of confused about this whole thing of it ex- it quote unquote expires. So they then wouldn't technically own the land or something like what? Yeah. Do you know how any of that works? To know how it works, but it sounds like it'd probably just go back to, like, the government or something. It'd probably just be a huge headache. But it's like, why can't... If they can sell it, then why can't they just own it? I don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> that was the thing. Or is it, like, you're selling the trust, so then once the person has a, a quote-unquote new trust that they then have however long until it expires like i just don't i don't think so i i don't i don't know though i don't know but i yeah, probably it sounds like he could sell it to anybody for any amount of money but True. it's because the yeah, cousins can you sell it to wanted, your daughter for like 10 bucks or something like I yeah, it's because the cousins wanted a big payout that's why it's i mean it's absolutely such a big deal. absolutely yeah yeah and it definitely is an appealing thing yeah so, but it's so beautiful. Like, oh, just I picturing know. like ugly golf courses and exactly, and just how much Americans all exactly, over just, like just ugh. how much of like the Hawaiian culture has been like stripped down. Like those islands are so tiny, right. and there's so many resorts there already. Like, come on, yeah, come on, like come on. we don't need more. No, no. So, yeah, um, but yeah. So what? Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Um. Goodness, what even happens? Poor, poor George Clooney. Just I know, really going through it. Yeah, um, I, he had enough on his plate with the whole sale of the land thing and like having to deal with all his cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his wife goes and has a wild freak accident. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then, then he, finds he finds out she's, she's having an affair on top of that. It just keeps uh, piling on for this poor guy. Piling on, and with Matthew Lillard. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Which was surprising. I didn't think I'd see him in this movie. What? I just didn't think I'd see him in this movie. Just oh, yeah. surprised when he like, pops up. <laughs> like, oh, hey, what? <laughs> he's, hey. he's in everything. <laughs> yeah. What a darling. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, having a rough time. His little, the what's her name? Scotty, the little one? Uh-huh. She's wild. Yeah, she's that something else. crazy. <laughs> well, I, I just got to say, I feel like she's the, the Jean Belcher of the family. Mm, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's valid. Like, and kind of the thing that happens in the beginning where the teachers are like, she has these pictures of like her mom in the coma and whatever as her like project and this and that. And this isn't okay and whatever. I understand that. But also that is her way of coping. That's her, her expression. Like you have to 
respect that to some point. Like, granted, don't show it to all your school kids and stuff, but right. but that is her way of like dealing with it. Weird little child way. Yeah. Hundred percent though, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of uh it's funny because I feel like George Clooney doesn't really do anything to like parent her. I don't know. Because no. he's just kind of because <laughs> there's that cover okay. Like, I'll talk dirty. And he really was just like, why'd you do that? Like, why'd you yeah. do this? Why'd you do that? Instead of just being like, well, don't like, this is how you should be instead. Like, I don't know. He just, and he constantly is like, I don't know what to do with her. I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> so you just tell her like, that I, that's like, not okay. I don't know. It's not cool, dude. Just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, he said himself, like, he's uh, the B parent or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is sad like, to begin with. Yeah. She doesn't have any real practice, like, actually doing any disciplining or molding of youth. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he just gets a lot just shoved under his plate all at once. Yeah. Well, and that's why the the parenting and marriages need to really be balanced out. Like, cause, mm. I don't know. This would just suck for, for people. Because then it's like, you. I don't know, the mom should think if I ever leave him alone with the kids if i want like a little vacation or say he's gotta (laughs) Mm. be able to like handle them i don't know yeah i never understand that where it's like literally the mom's doing all of the work yeah well that's that's the thing that anytime like i don't know if if my mom and i go to like one of her friends houses or so and it's like that's just like how that the wives are like her friends are what they make everybody's food or actually over the holidays we were with someone and she was like oh I have to make like one dish for me and then one dish for the boys and one dish for the husband because the boys won't eat this and this and that and whatever and I just then when we left and I just was like laughing because I was like literally if me or my brothers didn't want to eat whatever food she made we wouldn't Mm -hmm. eat it's like this is what you're getting whatever like it's chicken eat it is what they would always say like we're like what is it it's chicken eat it like (laughs) so she's just like that's the that's the way you got to do it like you can't cater to all these people like you're just having to do all this work like i don't know why people don't understand honestly if kids are hungry they'll eat it exactly they'll get hungry enough to eat that to eat whatever so that's wild. Yeah, like it just is so <laughs> I would funny. Never. So it's like unless I someone's got like a deathly alert, like allergy, but I guess that food wouldn't be in the house anyway. So yeah, and I mean, there definitely there definitely are preferences. Like, oh, I don't like olives, so I'm picking the olives out of whatever right. dish it is, or you know, like mm-hmm. Andre actually didn't like spaghetti, so we hardly made spaghetti. And anytime he was like at a friend's house for dinner, we're like, oh my god, spaghetti <laughs> night! Like, <laughs> so. You know, stuff like he that. He doesn't like but, spaghetti? Uh, I know, I know. I know. How? Why? Uh, it's he, just tomatoes he, and pasta. Well, he, I guess it's been like five, ten years since I've like last talked to him about this, but I guess mm-hmm. he doesn't like the combo of the sauce with the noodles. So it's like if he had like Alfredo, like it probably would be fine. And he's fine with like the sauce on a pizza, but not like with noodles, I guess. That's the wildest shit I've ever heard. I know. You know like, there's other shapes of pasta. You know, he can mix it up. Well, it might be that, too, if the taste is the same. I don't know. <laughs> like so it's like he's something. fine with, like, macaroni and stuff. But 
But yeah, so it was like spaghetti was always like a luxury food for me because of that. Luxury food. Yeah, like all, I always got like so excited. Like you would almost think that spaghetti is my favorite food for like how excited I get whenever I'm going to like make it or whenever my dad's going to make it. It's like, oh, it's spaghetti. Like I hardly get to have. That's like a special food. Special food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wild. Yeah. That's funny. I know. <laughs> so it's like, other than stuff like that, we, you know, but I feel like for this movie, I don't think it, it the dynamics were that extreme, but. Oh, shit. Can you hear me? It cut out. Oh, okay. The call ended. Okay. Do I call back or should I have her call back? Oh, she's calling. Okay. Hello. Bueno. Hola. <laughs> cool, cool. It could out. could you uh, hear me? Oh, okay. No, I couldn't hear you at all. I was like, I don't could know. Could you hear me? No, no. I was, oh, okay. but I feel like I f- it hasn't happened in a while. But I was like, oh, yeah. is it one of those where I feel like I could always <laughs> hear you, but you could never hear me? <laughs> but like, is it reverse now? <laughs> no. <laughs> the next time it'll be reverse. <laughs> but anyways, um, you were saying, but but yeah. So then, yeah. What was the last? Well. Yeah, so I just think it was more the dynamics of she was the discipliner and stuff like that and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then he brings Shailene Woodley home um, and and she drops the bomb of the, the cheating. What do you think of that? Oof. Yeah, I mean... Oh boy, good on her though, honestly, because that would have been such a rough thing to keep to yourself for the rest of your life oh yeah well I don't know if I would I feel like I would have to tell but then it's like do you want to be that person that like tells them that yeah I wouldn't want to be but then again it's like I feel like it would come out would it come out eventually god that'd be so hard I mean I really wouldn't (laughs) talk with the mom like tell him tell him tell him tell you know kind of thing um but then the whole accident happened exactly so then you have to be the one to to tell yeah. him um boy yeah so that, i would want to know i guess if whether my husband or whatever was you know if he was in a coma if he was cheating i think i would want to know i i think so too i mean yes it's like i would obviously want to know if they're not in a coma and if they are because it's just yes. being able to know the person Truly, yes. So, and in any tr- situation, I want to know if they're cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Like just because, in a way, it's like people are probably like, "Well, they're going to die. It's not like it matters." And it's like, but it does matter for my image and my perception of this person. Mm-hmm. You know, um. So yeah, that's kind of my view about that. Yeah, um, and then imagine finding out like years later. I feel like that would hurt more. That probably would, because then it'd be like, I grieved for, like, so long, and it probably would have been a yeah. little less painful if I knew that at the time. <laughs> that's yeah. just that's just my personality. <laughs> so. But, yeah. Yeah. Rough. I know. God. Um. But, yeah, let's see. Um. Should we go over the quizzes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which one first? Let's do which George Clooney character are you? Okay. I don't even know all the possibilities. I can't even guess. I literally, yeah. Yeah, you got it. So I 
I'm, that's fine. I am Mr. Fox from Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh. Which I've never seen. But, it's uh, cute. It says, it's cute. Uh, it says, you're certainly a sly one, but you're also caring and would do absolutely anything to provide for the ones you love. Aw, that's cute. I'm just really sly, you know? Yeah, you so are. Sly. Um, well, I got Everett from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I love that. <laughs> How's my hair? Um, so it's... Dapper Dan. <laughs> Dapper Dan, man. Um, so it says, your charm and good nature can get you through even the worst of sorrows, but you couldn't do it without the support of your great friends and family. He's a suitor. <laughs> He's a suitor. <laughs> so fun. Fun, fun. fun. Um, and what Hawaiian island are you? Let me tell you, I am Lanai. Or uh, Lani. Wait, what was it? Sure. I'm trying L-A-N-A-I. to L-A-N-A-I. Um, Lanai is kind of, yeah, Lanai. Well, that's me. Uh, <laughs> it says, you find it hard to introduce yourself to new people and enjoy social events, but you're a very organized person and people like you. Aw. Cute. No, I'm not organized. And you're like sure. a little baby island. You're just little. I'm a little baby island. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. Just sling up a hammock. <laughs> Oh, nice. Take a nap. I know. Well, I got Molokai, and Ooh. that's uh, you're quiet, but manage to get yourself around well in social situations. You only have a few friends, but you're very close to them. Cute. So, yeah, I feel like that's pretty true as well. Oh, you know what? I meant to like look up a quiz of like what your Hawaiian name should be, but oh well. I mean, only you would have taken it because I already got mine, so... Oh. <laughs> yeah. But fun quiz time. Fun quiz time. Okay, so. So, yeah, that's, there's the whole thing then that kind of is the them trying to find the lover. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love <laughs> uh, the friend Sid who they bring around. He just is like a oh funny God. little addition. <laughs> Like, at first, I was like, I do not like this guy. Um, yeah, just the he, way he's, like, sitting on that chair. It's just like, okay, yeah, what's like, up, Ugh, bruh? Who are you? Get out of here. Why yeah. are you here? But like, he for sure grew on me. Yeah, yeah. Like, so a little dumbass. sweetie, a little dummy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he's, he's great, cool. though. He's yeah. great. So, um, there was the whole thing when they go to see the grandparents. Um <laughs> and and yeah, just when he's like laughing <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at uh, the tutu, um, <sighs> and <laughs> like oh my, it was poor thing. Like we're going to see the queen, and like oh honey, poor thing. I know. Yeah. And then he gets punched. So you know, so he, it's cool then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he kind of deserved it. He, he did. Been a little he more did. sensitive, you know. Yeah, like should have been understanding. He got clocked good though. His eye was fucked. That up. was yeah for an old guy. Yeah. That was a good yeah. hit. All old people, especially you know, they've been in like the military and stuff. True. They'll take you out. True. They'll take you out. Well, and actually, the thing that I wonder, it's like you're going to see the grandparents. Like you would think that you would tell him, like, hey. My grandmother has, like, dementia or whatever mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
So he would kind of like, why didn't I don't think they, he'd understand, like... though. He wouldn't get it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, well. Um, But yeah, and then... Then what else? I mean... You know, I guess they eventually find him. Um, and then the whole thing was to, like, let him know that she was dying and, like, giving him a chance to say goodbye. Like, what do you think of that idea? Like, I get, I get it. I mean, because I would say, you know, George Clooney loves his wife. Um, so I guess kind of giving her something that she would want, maybe. Yeah. Kind of being her, her advocate while she can't be. And I guess the idea sure. that hearing that she actually wanted to leave him to be yeah. with this guy because she was in love with him, and then assuming that he felt a mutual way, mm-hmm. um, but then it turns out he did not feel the same way. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Um, but then... Um, like, what do you think, kind of skipping to the end, like, what do you think when <laughs> the wife shows up? I was surprised. Um, I thought, like, Matthew Lillard's character would have gone to the grave with that. Uh, secret. You know, secret, yeah. But I get, he did seem kind of just immediately sketchy and weird. Well, um, and then it's like, what the fuck is George kiss- literally kissing her? When he's saying goodbye and then, like, staring, like, into her eyes, like, intently. It's, like, that was his way of kind of, like, telling her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sirens so, went off in her head, I'm ex- sure. Exactly. So, but then I'm sure he Especially, was... Uh, she said she already was already having, like, some suspicion. True. Having an affair or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, George, George Clooney showing up and being weird and then her husband being weird. Yeah. Like... <sighs> so, it's, yeah. like, she's a smart lady and she's... Yeah. A rather, I guess, is honorable the right word? I don't know. But she just, it was very sweet and endearing to me that she felt the need to show up um, mm-hmm. and try, you know, trying to forgive. Um, yeah, she did her. go a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I think, I think she's not quite there yet in actually forgiving her, but she knows right. that she has to she's and trying. she's going to really yeah. try. Yeah. Um, I will say this movie made me teary-eyed a couple times and that was one of the times when she first shows up not first times that was one of the times uh was when she shows up um (laughs) so yeah it just i think for me like teary-eyed uh when george clooney was saying goodbye to his wife Mm. um there was i feel like there was another time but i can't remember it was a few i mean in the end with the ashes for sure um and yeah, what I mean, yeah, sometime early on, like with George, I don't remember why. Because mm-hmm. he's a good actor. I was feeling his yeah. emotions. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, actually, should we get into bad reviews? Oh, lay it on me. Okay, cool. Lay it let's, on me, baby. Let's do a baby. <laughs> let's do a baby. Based <laughs> off of IMDb. Whoop. Okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> so first we have book eight and they titled it his wife is dying so he must find her lover so my wife is in a death coma and my teenage daughter tells me she is a tramp 
or a fool or both. Now it becomes my mission in life to find my wife's lover so he can say goodbye. Oh yeah, and my daughter tags along on my mission. Am I missing something or are these very rich and entitled people insane? I left this movie feeling like I had been poisoned. It is astounding to me that this plot, this quote unquote plot, could make it to the screen. The only chance this movie had with me was when the neighbor boy finally brings the pain of his life to Mr. King and King completely drops the ball. If it is not about him, he isn't interested. This is a very sick movie for for a very depressed nation. I honestly felt sorry for Shailene Woodley, and I wish her all the best. I hope your next role will be about people that reside on the planet Earth and not some cloud cuckoo land. I will grant him that it is kind of weird to take your daughters with you on like this weird mission to find your wife's lover. Mm-hmm. Um, strange. But no, I get why George Clooney was doing it, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's for himself. One, he he <laughs> needed to watch over the little daughter. She didn't know what was going on. Um, for for the older daughter, it was like she's the one that knew this secret and decided to tell him. She kind of, as she said, sort of written off her mom before she died at that point because of this. So mm-hmm. in a, I don't know. So it just was. She was on her dad's side basically. So that's why she was like going along with this because she wanted to see Mm -hmm. like, who was this loser that my mom was like doing this with? Still kind of weird, but I I mean, it it is absolutely. But (laughs) Um, next there is G.L. Hargreaves, um, one out of 10 titled Bemused by an Awful Film. I feel like the little boy who shouted to the crowd, the emperor has no clothes. This film was tedious in the extreme, pointless in its storyline, and bereft of any real emotional content. I found myself thinking at the end, so what? I found nothing about the characters either likable or interesting, and indeed for me, every single performance bar one was utterly one-dimensional. Clooney was boring, and the younger cast simply flat and dissatisfying. The only exception to that was Elizabeth King, the one in bed. <laughs> I must it must be a bad year for films if this is up for getting awards. It left me the feeling oh left me with the feeling that you get when you eat one of those meals that just does not agree with you and sits on your stomach like a dead weight. This film was a le- wait, oh, oh they're saying a oh a lead weight. I thought the first one was a typo, but now they're saying it again. A lead weight from start to finish. And I left the cinema untouched, unmoved, and unrewarded by the entire experience. Am I really the only one in the crowd that saw this film for what it was? Trite and abysmal? Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, if you can't find some kind of emotion from this movie like your heart is broken like who hurt something's you? wrong who yeah hurt you <laughs> like god like even just the empathy i think that was part of it for me just the empathy of the idea that my mom could be in like a coma like this and like that kind of mm-hmm. like damn does that not get you person it gets you man it gets you yeah 
And also, this movie is like two hours long, and it didn't even feel like it. It went by super quick. It kind of did. And really, what was she saying? Something about the plot, like, or this pointless storyline? And what? What, mm-hmm. what do you mean is pointless? It's there. It was the movie. The plot is is <laughs> the movie. Like it. I don't know. You have two complete stories. Like I don't understand. Um, I don't understand. I don't get it. Because even whatever, even you know. for the storyline of selling the land in the end, when he has that whole speech of, this land was trusted to us. We don't have the right to sell it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you mm-hmm. are so right. Like, oh my gosh. So yeah. it's just like, I don't know what that person's thinking. Um, drugs. They're on drugs. Probably. You know what? They most likely are. That's exactitude. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um. So next we have Tracy O'Shea 2, who gave it 1 out of 10, titled Extremely Boring. This is by far the worst Clooney movie I've ever... Oh, wait, what am I saying? Uh, The worst Clooney movie I've seen yet. (laughs) And there has been many. It was so boring within the first 45 minutes, I kept falling asleep. (laughs) And this one, it gets good. That's why I kept this one in. Ralph and I (laughs) walked out. The manager gave us money back. Clooney had no emotions, no expression, no nothing. All he did was just read the script. He acted like he did not even want to be in this movie. The agony of trying to keep awake in this movie was just too hard for us to take. The manager of the movie theater said that this is the general response he is getting from others. He does not want to see this movie either. I cannot believe Clooney is up for an award except for worst actor and worst picture. George (laughs) looks very tired in this picture. I do believe he found it hard to keep awake also with with his age beginning to show. The Ides of March. Thank goodness Ryan Gosling took the lead in this picture. Also, the writers for this movie, I don't know what they were thinking. Very poor writing. George Clooney looked tired because his wife just is in a coma. And he had that whole, like, land decision weighing on his yeah. mind and stuff. And Yeah, he looked tired. Yeah. But who the fuck cares? Like, actually, this is totally off topic, but somebody the other day was saying, like, oh, my friends, like, were saying to me, like, how tired I looked and whatever. And I was like, those are some, like, fucked up friends because I would never even (laughs) say that to my friends. Like, even to you, my best friend, like, I wouldn't tell you you look tired. That's just, like, rude. It's rude. That's rude. Unless it looks, like, like life-threatening, like, tired. Yeah, but then I wouldn't even say, I'd be like, are you okay? You look, like, ill. You look ill, like look something. Ill. You don't look good, or you look you don't look well, like something you look like ratchet, that. Bitch, but just What's like wrong, but just like mm, you look really tired today. Like what the mm. fuck is that? What is that? Like what shut is, up. And it's because you didn't wear makeup that day. It's always because you didn't wear makeup. Probably. So it's just like that's why I'm like fuck this. Who cares if he fucking looked tired? Do you not know what he was going through in this shit? It's like, I am tired, Susan. I am tired of your shit. <laughs> no, Tracy. 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 Tracy and tired Ralph Tracy. went to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of your bullshit. <laughs> and the manager, the theater manager doesn't want to see it either. <laughs> I just, I thought it was funny. Ralph and I walked out. I'm like, Ralph, who the Ralph. fuck? <laughs> um, you know Ralph. Oh, you know Ralph? oh, yeah. Um, And then we got one more. This is from um, MKD, could be McD, and 1 out of 10, titled George Clooney Ego Boost. I was really disappointed by this movie. 
it won a Golden Globe and is nominated for an Oscar, so I thought it would be at least entertaining. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable plot seemed like it was created solely to make George Clooney look like a good person. This movie also takes the beautiful place and culture of Hawaii and make it seem depressing and dreary while leaving the viewer feeling sad and dirty. One of the worst movies I've seen in a while. I think the aim was to create an emotional movie, but it falls short. Instead, you are left with George Clooney's voice trying to say witty things about life and Hawaiian culture. So did you feel dirty after watching this? I felt filthy. <laughs> well, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. I, no. What do they mean? I, I'm sorry. I don't how know. do they make? How do they make the the island seem depressing and dreary? Like I, I get like at the beginning, like George Clooney talking about like I am um, just because they live on like in Hawaii. Yeah, but that's the way it like, is. That's, that's life is life wherever you go. But exactly. at least they're in Hawaii, honestly. Like literally every like yeah, I don't know who I was talking to, but somebody was saying something like, Oh, this some certain city was like gross because of all this homeless and blah 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 and whatever. And I was like, you know every city has that, right? Every city right. everywhere has all that you're describing. But then there's also lots of other good parts in all other cities as well. Like so mm-hmm. it, I think it was a great example of, yes, this is paradise, but it's still a city and there's still like poverty shit. and, you know, yeah. yeah, like all the same shit that all the other cities have to deal with, too. Mm-hmm. It didn't make it depressing or anything. It was just, you know, real it life. It just was the beginning. Check. Yeah, it just was the beginning of the movie. Like, can't you get over yeah, it? Shit. Chill. Yeah. Like, why don't you like donate some money to some fuckers then? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> bitches be tripping you know they do but yeah so that was bad reviews Woo! Ow. so fun um but yeah so something that i want to get into that one of them did talk about was the writing of the film um did you notice any familiar names um aside from the actors i did not pay attention okay so no well, so this movie actually won adapted screenplay for it won the Oscar for adapted screenplay. Very cool. Um, and it was written by a few people, one of whom is our good friend Jim Rash. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. I know. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm the the dean of Greendale mm-hmm. has an Oscar. Like that's amazing, isn't that brilliant? He deserves it though. He does. He deserves it. And it was while he was like doing the show too, because there's even a time, because uh, like anytime I rewatch it, I rewatch the bloopers as well. And mm-hmm. there's a blooper where something ha- like he missed his cue to like walk into the scene, and Joel McHale is like, "Oh, somebody's busy thinking about their Oscar lunch," like something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Just giving him shit. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, but aside from that, it uh, for the awards, um, George Clooney was nominated for Best Actor, but he lost to Jean Dujardin, who was in The Artist, which is the mm-hmm. one that's the silent one. And that was kind of it. It was nominated for Best Picture, but it also lost to The Artist. 
So, yeah. oh, but you know what? Fun fact: this was also the year that Midnight in Paris was nominated. So that was one that oh, we covered okay. recently. Yeah. So that was a mm-hmm. pretty good year. It was a solid year. Yeah. I was rooting for the help, though. And I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one. So no. Um, well, we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> what else? What else do we want to talk about? Um, I honestly, I didn't write down too much. I was so engrossed in the movie. Oh well, good. Do you have like a favorite part or anything? I like literally just watched it. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we didn't really. T- so, well, no, we did mention that they don't decide to sell the land, or they yeah. decide to not sell the land. That's how you say it. <laughs> Um, I do like their their trip to go look for uh, Matthew Lillard. Uh-huh. Like, their time, like, on that island and just kind of, like, hanging out. Yeah. Um, it seemed chill. It was, like, just vacation. super chill. Yeah. I want that. I know. Like, really watching this, I kind of was like, screw that, like, villa in Tuscany. Let's get, like, a little shack in Maui or something. Sh- like, shack in Maui. Let's go to Molokai. Like. <laughs> yeah, wherever you say, girl. I, I mean, that's just whatever <laughs> island that I was in the quiz. <laughs> Molokai, I think. Let's do it. Just like simple life, like, and we could just like work in a little like van that sells shave ice, like, Uh, and just live a simple life. How nice would that be? Simple life. Oh my god, I don't even care. Like, I, it would be (sighs) so hard to get me out of that fucking ocean. Truly, dude. Like, can we sell shave ice from the the water? From like, oh my god, let's be on like a little boat and like. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my gosh, is that a thing? Oh my gosh. If it's not, it should be. Also, I don't know if I'm like, uh, if I get seasick. I've never been on a boat, so mm. that could be fun. I, I remember one time that I've been on a boat. Have I been on? Well, oh no, that was, I guess technically, yes, that was a boat. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I've I took been... the ferry in New York. That counts, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and then okay, I feel like so just, fine. you you know, driving in cars and stuff and you're fine. Because I feel yeah, like true, it's yeah. kind of like if you get sick in one it's like all you know isn't it on like planes and stuff too or something i don't know how people how people's stuff works how the people's stuff works like that just always seemed like a weird thing motion sickness i'm like do you not just like move around in your life (laughs) do you never just like twirl about like people get dizzy noel i understand getting dizzy but like nauseous and stuff i don't know yeah man like your brain thinks you're still the brain thinks you're stopped but then you know that you're moving something like that so it's all fucked up i'm just like so healthy and perfect i like can't even <laughs> understand that <laughs> okay okay so oh well um but anyway that's pretty much all i got yeah i think that that's all that i have too i'm glad that you enjoyed it and i was glad I did, to I did. rewatch it again so i guess we should move on to next week then yeah, baby. So I don't know if you've looked at a calendar, but not in, not in we're at the end of the now. month, baby. You, Already, you know what that means. We got a we got us our so garbage. It's good. Where we How wa- good is it? Oh, it's so good that it's bad. It's <laughs> it's so good that it's garbage. Um. <laughs> So next week, we already have the movie picked. We actually already watched it and recorded it by this point. So oh my God. do you remember Ooh. when we did Rogue's Tavern? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the one for If you me. hadn't said the name, I would have not remembered. Yeah, you'd be like, what is it? What could we have possibly had? <laughs> um, but yes, it was Rogue's Tavern. So check back next week when we discuss that 
pile of garbage. I don't even remember it, really. I don't remember. I remember it. Or, I, remember. I think it was black and white. And yeah. it was like a murder mystery in like a mansion. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. And it was in a hotel. Well, yeah, yeah. But like a mansion, yeah, essentially. Same it, thing. Like a big place. <laughs> big ass house. Yes. <laughs> With rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, check back to hear what we thought of that. Um, in the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Noelle Fontaine. Write to us at popcornsignpodcast at gmail.com. And you can rate, review, subscribe on whatever it is you're listening to. And you can check out our other podcast about America's Next Top Model called America's Next Top Podcast. So with that, go to Hawaii. Okay, so I want to share with you what might be Hollywood's oldest um, cold case. Oh. Um, There's an actor-director named William Desmond Taylor. And in 1922, he uh, was just shot in the back. Um, And he was discovered the next morning. Um, And to this day, it has never been solved. Um, But I just want to read you this lovely paragraph that the um, that the book wrote, because it totally sounds like it should be like a play or like a movie or something. Oh, okay. So soon an eclectic array of potential suspects came to light, including Taylor's criminally inclined former butler, Edward F. Sands, who had gone missing before the murder. Popular movie comedian Mabel Normand, whom Taylor had entertained the evening of his death. Actress Mary Miles Minter, who had a passionate crush on the handsome director who was 28 years her senior. And Charlotte Shelby, Minter's mother, who often wielded a gun to protect her daughter's tarnished honor. Oh my god, it's like Clue, but real life. <laughs> like, isn't that just amazing? That sounds fabulous. Oh yeah. Why hasn't... Has this been made into a movie yet? Well, it says at some point, um, I don't know when, somebody at some point was making a movie that they wanted to kind of be like similar to this. So they like really investigated the murder and they have an idea of who they really think did it. Um, and it's one of the suspects that I listed, so I don't know if you want to, like, venture a guess. Gotta be the butler, right? No. Oh. He actually ended up having an alibi. He, like, had found a new job in, like, Oakland, California, like, 400 miles away, and was, like, actually, oh, wow. like, okay. clocked into work and stuff. So they're like, okay, it's not him. But it's always the butler, mm. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, My gut instinct. <laughs> But no, who whatever this, whoever, whatever the Hollywood director was who researched it thought that it was, what was the name? They thought that it was Charlotte Shelby, who was that one actress's mother who just carries oh. a gun around, like, All so it doesn't really. say why he thinks it was her, but, but they pegged her. Ooh. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I want this. This but is a thing that I need. I know, but it's officially <laughs> never been solved or anything. Um, there was like 
basically no evidence at all, like one, because of the times, but then also... Uh, like, I've even seen this happen with, like, Marilyn Monroe and stuff is, like, the studio tries to get there first before contacting the police mm. to, like, kind of stage it up and make sure that their, like, star is, like, okay, you know, like, that there's Painted not incriminating in stuff and, yeah. like, you know, even though they're fucking dead, like, <laughs> so it was, like, the police were called until, like, way later and who knows, like, what evidence went missing and stuff like that, so. Wow. Yeah. Poor man, but I want a movie. I want. A movie. I know. I know. Maybe that should be our. That's our break. It's our thing. The William Desmond Taylor story. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll work this out. We'll work it out. Yeah. No one else take this idea. No one's even listening anymore. 